Erin just faked me out and did a fake intro. <laughs> she, like, said her name was Haley, and I thought, oh my god, fuck me. <laughs> there was no reason for you to go through that whole thing twice, but here we are. <laughs> Today might be a questionable episode, as I feel utterly unprepared. I think they're all questionable, to be honest. Well, we have five viewers on SoundCloud now, so that's Yeah, cool. one person actually made it through all three episodes. <laughs> Love you, DreamCloud5000. <laughs> their name. Can know. you see their name? Yeah, it is something like that. No, it's not DreamCloud 5000, but it's close. Man, you should have written it down so you give Here, them a I shout can, out. I, I remember I told you I logged in to waste time. Oh no, I logged back out. <laughs> <laughs> I logged out to waste time. Teaser. Well, DreamCloud 5000, if you want to reach out to us, our email is <laughs> fetishfinderspodcast at gmail.com. Today, I was trying desperately to log into the Gmail account from my house, and Haley was at her house, and I was like, Haley, somebody hacked our account, and she immediately was like, nope, I got it first try. So whoever has the username just fetishfinder at gmail.com, did you lock them out of their account? I apologize. <laughs> Your password is not our password. Good to know. <laughs> Wow. It's been a long time since we've recorded. It's been a really long time. There have been ups and downs, woos and woes. Yeah. Mostly woes. Yeah, I was gonna say mostly downs. <laughs> Man. We made it through the election. We did. We haven't seen, we haven't seen our viewers. We've never <laughs> seen a viewer once. <laughs> since the election, since before the election. Yeah, the last time we spoke, my diva cup had just gone missing. Which, speaking of which, sh- should we update them? <laughs> we definitely should. I don't think we talked about my chair also going missing. No, I think we did in that episode. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or maybe it was the next episode. Okay. Well, so Diva Cup went missing, chair went missing shortly after that, and then on the podcast we were talking about how the only thing I have left is a shitty candle holder and an even more shitty rug. How nobody's gonna want that. So yesterday, turn to the side while I'm unlocking my door. Boy, howdy. (laughs) Does anybody want to take a guess as to what's missing? I don't know who says boy howdy. Anyway, I don't know where that came from. You do, apparently. Anybody have any guesses? This is what I do to my students. Yeah, same. (laughs) Just knowing they're not going to answer me. Anyway. Well, it's like this. Nobody answered. Right, exactly. (laughs) The candle holder is gone. Not the shitty rug, but we're guessing the shitty rug is next. Yeah. Actually, um, the greatest plan at the moment is to get one of those... Uh, cameras for hunting, place it outside her door, and see who's taking all her shit. I will not be purchasing this camera. Well, no, it's coming from, <laughs> thank you, Matthew. Um, oh, we're shouting him out? <laughs> Ooh, Matthew! Hi, honey! <laughs> Yikes. Last you guys knew, I went on a date with this man. Now he's met the fam. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> um, we wore masks. Just... I want to clarify, everybody <laughs> in my household would refuse to take off the mask, rightfully so. I was masked the entire time, and I ate my food six feet away from the rest of the family. Oh, you didn't just <laughs> shove your turkey down your mask Basically. <laughs> um, oh, crumb, I was going to say something else. I did not like that. <laughs> That's what I say in front of my students, so I don't curse. Uh, yeah, this is not an explicit podcast. So. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, shit. Thanksgiving? No, it was pre-Thanksgiving. It was the about your missing, your missing shit. Oh, when your diva cup went missing, mm-hmm. I was convinced it was a cat. Definitely not, not a cat. Not steal a chair or the or a candle, candle holder. holder. So yeah, there was I, not even a candle in the candle. 
My latest guess is a homeless person. But why would they want that? Uh, why do they, they, I, okay, I just feel like there's a high population of people in the Phoenix metropolitan area who have grocery carts. What's in their grocery carts? I would assume survival tools. I would not. Oh. <laughs> I would not assume that. Okay. I would assume things like your chair and your diva cup. Could you imagine a plastic lawn chair sitting in a I am going to cart. take a picture of not the people, just their gar- grocery carts, and I'm going to start sending you pictures of that their grocery carts. That could be carts. in, like, an Instagram art project or that, something. I will start, start it. it. Yes. <laughs> I recently ventured to a homeless shelter that's, like, Right near the state capitol. What? I need you to come closer to the sound. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were pointing at somebody outside of my door. <laughs> um, and it's like a whole world of shanty towns, like a mile away from me. And I feel very um, shitty that I didn't know about it. There's a whole, you, you should look up the NPR article on it. There's, like, a whole NPR article on how if Phoenix doesn't do something soon, we're, our homeless population is... The homeless crisis in Phoenix is going to be just as bad as L.A. It's pretty nuts. Yeah. Which makes sense because the weather in Phoenix is, like, bearable in the winter, so right. nowhere, nowhere better to be. Snowbirds and the homeless gather. Moving on in. Yeah. Mm. But, yeah, there's, like, three whole blocks of... Yeah. Mm. Why are we talking about this on a fetish podcast? Not sure. Haven't had a lot of human interaction this week. So. We gotta get it somewhere, folks. Yep. So shall we tell them what the fetish is for the week? You should know. Because yes. you hopefully have listened to episode three, which was about tickling. Yeah. Many moons ago. Many it was moons recorded, ago. But it was posted recently. So. Yeah. So hit you're us up welcome. on, right now, our only available location is SoundCloud. But hopefully if you're listening to this, you have since found us on Apple Podcasts. Hopefully. Hopefully. We are waiting for approval. Yeah, we are. Patiently. Which is pretty awesome. And if you want to get in touch with us, I'm going to just shout out our yeah, do the Gmail stuff. again. <laughs> um, fetishfinderspodcast at gmail.com. Send us all your fetishes. Send us all of our corrections. Send us anything but dick pics, you know? If you do have dick pics, you can send them to our Instagram because I currently do not have it logged in on my phone. So if you oh. need a place to send your dick pics, send it fetishfinderspodcast to... on Insta. There you go. Add us. Yep. Uh, we don't currently have a Twitter because I think we have one follower, so. Right. But Maybe I someday. do love our follower. Me too. Thank you. <laughs> what did Dream I say? Cloud, cloud 5,000. Dream Cloud's going to be mad and stop listening to us. We're not making fun of you. Yeah, we're happy you're there. Yeah. Anyways, so this week's fetish. Sports gear. Sports gear. We really built that up for them. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. Here we go. Uh, Just to jump right into things. For Is better good? or for or worse. <laughs> Okay, so I wanted to start with kind of like a tame segue branch, if you will. Oh, is that alcohol? It is. Can I drink this in your <laughs> of course home? you can. <laughs> this is a non-alcoholic home, in fact. I brought um, a claw if you want one. It's okay. Thanks. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> okay, anyway, so I thought this would be kind of an interesting way to start. Um... I found a weird forum. Oh, also this week, for some reason, when I was researching, I kept feeling like I was going to get viruses on my computer because the websites were a lot, like, more underground 
for example. Ooh, that's exciting. That's not boring at all. Well, I didn't go to any of them, though, because I was oh. too scared. I actually, so I, I'll let you finish. I'm sorry. I'm bulldozing again. <laughs> it's something I'm working on here, people. I found it. I don't know. I don't, we don't have vocabulary for our listeners this week, but I do have a section in my notebook la- labeled tidbits. Because I found lots of websites that I feel like anybody who wants to partake in sports gear, like, you gotta hit up these websites. Yeah, I mean, this can be added to your list, but I'm just gonna say it. Oh, no, yeah, now. Um, There's a website called heavygeargirls.com. I don't know if you found that one as well. Whoa, wait, Heavy Gear Girls. Because I wrote down in my notes that this is mostly, um, you mostly see this fetish among the gay community. Yeah, I have a whole tangent about that because I was, like, offended that girls couldn't be a part of it, so I did, like, a good amount of research oh, so you on girls who are into, into the, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, because I can't just let everything be for the gays, apparently. I don't know what that means about me. But. You're just equal I'm opportunity just, oppressed. I'm just a feminist. There you go. Through and through. There, through and through. Okay, anyway, so my tidbit that I wanted to start with was um, a website called psychforums.com, and I'm not too sure how um, reliable it is or what it even is. seems like people who are very troubled asking people who are not professionals questions that they probably need to be asking professionals. Sounds like Reddit. Yeah, but it, it comes across as, like, People like, the people advice. who are answering have some sort of authority that they yeah. absolutely don't have. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it seems a little dangerous. Um, but this person was asking a question about um, a very specific, like, part of this fetish. So I thought it would be kind of a cool way to start. Yeah, go for um, it. So he, I'm assuming it was a he, actually. Pretty sure it was. Um, <clears throat> was asking about a fetish that he has about a girl wearing a jersey with her name on the back. So, like, volleyball jerseys where it has their last names on it. And he was, like, he's just, like, super into that. And he was very, like, feeling very self-conscious about it. Wait, having, like, their own last name? Yeah. So, like, I'm the girl, I'm a volleyball player, and my my last name, which shall not be named, (laughs) is across the back. And, like, there's a guy obsessed with that, not having his last name. Nope, not his. The girl's, and then also, like, just, he goes further into it after he asks his initial question, talking about how, like he thinks that it's super sexy for, like, a girl to be walking down the street with that type of shirt on, like, knowing that other people are going to know her last name. So it seems like there might be something else in that, but it started as, like, him asking about the athletic gear, and then, like, as the person started to respond to him, it became more of, like, like him realizing subconsciously there might also be something with, like, the name specifically being on her shirt. So I thought that was kind of interesting, and the person who answered his question um, mentioned uh, paraphilia, which is, like, like fetishizing objects, um, oh. but then said that, like, what that person specifically was describing could also have, like, a um, morphophilia um, aspect to it, which is an attraction to a particular body shape or size. Um, so he was saying, or the person answering the man's initial question was saying, like, you probably wouldn't be, you wouldn't think that it was hot if, like, somebody that you don't find attractive was wearing that shirt. Okay. So it's not just the shirt, and I think that's, like, a big part of the sports gear fetish as well. Like, it has, like, a lot of people who like, like, the, um, like, the football pads and things like that like it because of the shape and size that it gives the person. 
so it's like a morphology thing as well as like the actual gear itself which I thought was pretty interesting yeah that's curious I'm interested in this person's like account of this because one of the things that I read is that like a lot of people are attracted to the sports gear fetish because it's anonymous like like well it doesn't have to be but it can be like if you're wearing a helmet and a face shield and like shoulder pads like your body is all covered up as well as your face is all covered up so it's like you could be more anonymous in this fetish if you chose to be so it's interesting that like he specifically likes the idea or she specifically likes the idea of this person walking around with their name like in public because those are like opposites of each other Yeah, and so I wonder if that person's specific fetish has more to do with something else that they, like, haven't necessarily pinned down yet and not as much with the sports gear, but... Did you find, um, a name for this? Because, like, the other ones, like, we've all been able to find, like, a philia name for it, um, trying to think of the ones that we've come across. Anthropomorphic is furries, and there was one for tickling as well, whatever and I couldn't find one yeah there's not really a lot of language associated with this one and I think I wonder if it has something to do with the fact that like all of this gear already exists like right people it's already a thing yeah however did you read the article in um oh shit new now next I sure did Okay, well, <laughs> I feel like things are kind of out of order. Like, we, like, forgot how to record this. But, but did you look at the date on that article? I did not. Because I was very curious by that article because the title of the article was, like, Is Sports Gear the Newest Fetish in New York? Or something was yeah. the title of that article. Um, thank you, Mike McShee, for writing that article. Um, but it was, I was like, oh, this is so cool. Like, this is a new fetish. We're getting in on it. It's from 2016. Yeah. So it's like, it's not new. And then as I was reading that article, I don't know if you clicked on any of the links in the article, but they were linked to other things from like 2015 or 2014. So not new, still interesting, just not new. Yeah. Um, well, it's so kind of going off of the vocab thing. Like, it seems like the biggest part of the fetish is just like the gear. So, like, a lot of people on FetLife just, like, collect cups, and they like to look at them, and they like to imagine people wearing them, and there's, like, a big thing about, like, people, like, putting their faces in cups. Yep, I saw a lot of pictures of that. Is there a, oh, is there a better (laughs) name for the cups? A jockstrap. But it's just, like, the actual cup. Just the physical cup. And then there's, like, the jockstraps as well. Yeah. I don't know. Um... I have some fantasies, which I'll get to later, but we can go back to this um, article where, like, a man who is the CEO of a, like, basically clothing company for... Yeah, it was called uh, Nasty Pig. Yeah. Um, So if you need some sexy sports gear, check out Nasty Pig. They have Instagram, and it's, like, still fully running, and... Yeah, Yeah, he's being interviewed in it, and he just kind of talks about, like, the... The conclusion of the article, which I really liked, was him basically just saying, like, if you think it's hot or if you feel hot wearing it, then rock it. Yeah. Like, if somebody else tells you that something's hot and you don't feel comfortable in it, then don't do it. And so, like, that, I mean, that applies to every facet of fetishes, I feel like. Yeah, like, I agree. Everything is, if like, it makes be you comfortable. Feel hot, then yeah. 
if they're happy here, then yeah. happy. I thought that article was particularly interesting and quite relatable. Not that I'm a... Because this article was mostly geared towards, like, not towards gay males, but it was about um, gay males and their fetish of sports gear. Um, but I thought it was interesting because it was, like, most of those accounts were about how they, like, fell in love with it in high school. Mm-hmm. It was, like, all about how, like, I loved watching the guys on the football team. I, like, always fantasized about guys in the locker room or not, like, in the locker but, like, being, having sex with somebody in a locker room. Like, that was a fantasy of theirs. But the, I don't remember if it was this article. I think I actually found a different article that you might have read as well mm-hmm. where it was, like, people describing their fantasies. And it was very um, submissive. Like, the fantasies that they described were all, like, them being, <clears throat> like, gang-banged, basically. Yeah. Um, they all, so, it was, sorry, the articles I was reading was about, like, the dominance of, like, a football player. Right. Because it's such, like, a dominant male sport. And then them being, like, the, the one that's being dominated. The, I don't know what that is. The submissive, submissive, you said it, yeah, yeah. the submissive person in these, like, fantasies or these scenarios. And it was almost like the the way that the fantasies were described gave me, like, a very vivid picture of, like, a, like one person even mentioned being a water boy on, mm-hmm. like, the football team. And it gave me this, like, very vivid picture of, like, what you typically see in, like, older movies where, like, the jocks are bullying, like, the nerdy kid. Right. And that's, like, the type of vision that I got from the people who were describing these fantasies. It's, like, a very stereotypical, like, I don't even want to say American because I found, like, in my tidbit section, there's, like, all these parties, but they're from, there's Canada, the UK, America, but it's, like, I guess it's, like, a white privileged, like, scenario, like, oh, you're on the football team, you're cool, you know, it's, like, the whole, like, movie, like you said, yeah, which is, like, I want to know the psychology behind that, like, have we been, like, slightly trained to be, like, oh, he's a football player, he's hot, so it's, like but he's in sports gear, so I'm, like, relating that he's hot and a football player to sports gear. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, well, and it also, this is totally fake psychology, but it might be related to, like, the belonging thing, too, because people on sports teams are always accepted by everybody around them, and then, like, if people were closeted gay when they were younger and they never felt accepted by their peers, then, like, having that, like, might tie into it somehow yeah too. but I found no research on that that's just me being a fake psychologist I found no research on that either <clears throat> um but something else that I wanted to talk about from that same article with David Lauderstein I think that's how you say his name yeah. um well actually two things you were mentioning like the big focus on American football but he actually said in his article that um sports gear fetishes are a lot bigger in Europe like it's a lot dirtier in Europe which I thought was kind of interesting I have a good article um, to talk about later for that. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, so he, I mean, they talk about a lot of different, like you were saying, um, like different kind of conventions, I guess, or like events where people can get together to talk about it. So there's, a, which I'm sure these are not happening right now, but there's a monthly sports gear night at a bar in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw that one. It's... There's, Oh, never mind. Keep going. A testosterone gear party that mm-hmm. is into it's touring North America. Probably not now, but again. Um, and then there's a, I don't know what to even call these things that I'm listing, but Gear Blast in Michigan is like a motocross focus. Yep. So it's like people dressing in like the full body suits, which is like an entirely separate fetish. Um... And then I read that there's also Sports Bolt Club, which is monthly in the United <clears throat> Kingdom. Oh, nice. Yeah. 
Those are all in tidbits. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, the article also talks about, like, how the gear, like, the popularity of the gear associated with the fetish depends on, like, the place. So, like, in the UK, there, <clears throat> there was a big um, swell of people who were super into, like, tracksuits. And then that didn't happen in the United States. And I'm not really sure. I didn't really read about why. Maybe he didn't know. But, um... Well, American football I, is not big in Europe. Right? Right, but why don't Americans like the tracksuits? Oh, okay. Yeah. Those are both, like, very stereotypical, like, of opposite countries, though. You know what I mean? Like, we are very stereotypical football. And then when you think of, like, Europe, it's very stereotypical, like, tracksuits. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying it's correct, but it's stereotypical. But what's with the tracksuits? I don't know. I don't have an answer for that. Hmm. Maybe there isn't an answer. Yeah. It's just a style. Yeah. I don't understand any styles, so who am I to judge? Um, while we're on the topic, because most of these were listed under my tidbits. So oh, sorry. While I, no, 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 you're totally fine. But while I add in my other two tidbits really quick, um, there's also... A website that one of my articles listed as like kind of like grinder, but for people who want to do sports gears, sports gear fetish. <laughs> do sports they want to do sports gears? <laughs> you knew what I meant. Yeah. Uh, it's called Recon, Ooh. and you can like I went to the website. It's very interesting. You can like find other men who are into the same type of like sports gear fetish, or I think other fetishes. I think any fetish was on this website. So. They could go look up. So this, it's funny because one of the articles I read that I'll talk about later um, is about a guy who thought that a sports gear party was like him in a tracksuit. So he went to recon, found like his tracksuit people. He was wrong, but we'll get there later. (laughs) Suspense. (laughs) Suspense. And then there was one other website called Eager Gear, which if you need some gear, go to Eager Gear because it's cheap. Also, apparently, eBay is really popular, I think, because it's, like, used gear, which oh, is a big thing. yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, so there was a picture on the article the that was talking about Nasty Pig, which I'm sure you saw, which was just a man standing. It's, like, an Instagram post, and it's just a man with a basketball shoe taped to his face. Yep. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. Do you know what those little things were that were attached to his shirt no they're like little plastic things Hmm. well I thought you were gonna tell us I was so excited I just wanted to talk about it because I thought it was fascinating yeah and I felt like maybe if I knew more about sports and I would know what those things were but I didn't know either yeah kind of an interesting tie-in to foot fetishes also because like a lot of people who are into sports gear are super into like sports shoes so yeah I read that one of the accounts on the new now next article was about how it like started with looking at people's shoes yeah. And then he realized that, like, well, it, the like, shoes usually went along there. with the sports gear, and so it turned into a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also found some nice um, hashtags that were, like, in that article, because it was just posting oh, a whole a bunch of stuff idea. from... Yeah. Yeah. I didn't write down very many of them. It was just the one with the shoe on his face. Um, but the um, handle of the person who posted that picture, their username is Whipped for Kicks. Which I think is fabulous and yeah, super clever. Um, and some of the hashtags that they used were trainer porn and sneak porn. So that might be something mm. that would be interesting to look into. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought it was really interesting. Like this whole article was like talking about gay culture. So like um, we kind of already touched on this, but just the fact that like 
athletes are idolized in gay culture, but I feel like they're also idolized in straight culture. So I wonder, like, where that what that. I read, like, a little bit about, I can't remember which article this was on. Maybe it was on that same article, and there's a link on that article. It's possible. Um, that was, like, um, the history of where sports probably comes from. And it's, it's always been a huge part of gay culture to fantasize about men in sports gear. So, like, back in the 1950s, I found, like, all these magazine covers of men who were in sports gear. I guess, I don't know who this is, but Bob Miser is like a famous bodybuilder from the 1950s. And so he's on the cover of like all these magazines because he's bodybuilder in his sports gear. And that's kind of like where the start of like gay culture, um, romanticizing or fantasizing about these men. Even though like Bob Miser, I have no idea, straight or gay, but the 1950s probably openly straight, quote unquote. Do you think it has something to do with the suppression though? Like because gay men felt so suppressed, rightfully so, because they were suppressed. Yeah. Um, that, like, that was the only, like, sexual way that they could see a man. Because men aren't sexualized, typically, in, like, the media. Right. Like, you could go to the store and get a picture of a girl in a bathing suit, like, any time of the right. year. But men might be a little bit more difficult unless, unless they're, an they're in a bodybuilding or a magazine or a football magazine or, yeah, you're... That might be onto something. Very interesting. My next research paper, folks. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't really have anything else to add about the like psychology side of things, um, but I did want to talk about like some of the gear. So, does this seem like a good time, or yeah. do you have something else you want to add? No. Okay. I just have a list of some things that I thought were like interesting to point out. So there's like different facets of the fetish kind of based on like I think it's based on the body type that you're into which relates back to that original um post that I saw on that fake psychology website um so there's like obviously the sports like football hockey and lacrosse where you're wearing like the larger pads um which makes the person wearing them seem more like like um stronger and more um dominating um, and then there's the jock strap, which there are some really fashionable ones that we found, we collectively, in our mm-hmm. separate research, found yeah. um, in that article from Nasty Pig. They have, like, all kinds of stylish ones nowadays. Um, and then, Erin, um, you kind of already mentioned, like, the eroticism of, like, wearing a f- helmet because, like, you're anonymous. So, well, I'll get... Maybe I'll say it now because I think I'll forget. Um, The article kind of also, or one of the articles that I read also kind of talked about how, like, people who are into this fetish, it's kind of, like, an easier fetish to access. Maybe if they, like, haven't explored a lot of things before because it's easy to just, like, go to the store and buy a jock strap, whereas it isn't necessarily as easy to go to a store and buy, like, assless chaps or, like, a ball gag or something like that. So it's kind of like a gateway into other fetishes which might also be why it's like not super well defined and there's like not a lot of language because like a lot of people that are into sports gear fetishes are also into a lot of other like more um well-defined fetishes Hmm. like the rubber fetish or like a lot of bdsm types of things I saw the rubber fetish was like 
often related to the sports gear fetish. It was, like, all the websites that I was on was, like, sports gear and rubber. Like, Mm -hmm. always. So, which makes sense, but... Yeah. Definitely different fetishes. Yeah, it's, like, a segue, kind of. Yeah, exactly. And so then, continuing with the gear side of things, so I got the helmets. Um, Then there are some people who just like, like, the... I guess soccer shorts aren't sheer, but I couldn't think of another word for it. But just, like, how loose they are, that type of thing. I've read that as well. And then there's, like, people who like more form-fitting things, like baseball pants. I'm a fan of those as well. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, And then the cups, of course, which we talked about. Um, One person on FetLife talked about liking goalkeeper gloves, which I... That was the only time that I saw that because they, like, restricted the movement. So it was... That was, like... A specific thing that they liked huh yeah so pretty much any like athletic wear you could have a fetish about um and so then I of course like I said earlier got really pissed off because I was like well why do only men have sports gear fetishes like right. where are the women and so I started looking into that on FetLife and I couldn't really find too much about it um one post on like the sports gear community was just like talking about um like, looking for girls who were into sports gear, and Mm -hmm. nobody, no women responded, but a lot of men were like, yeah, dude, me too, and so then I looked at Reddit also, there's a lovely subreddit called Ask Gay Bros, which could be interesting for a lot of different reasons, but they were mostly just talking about that they liked sports gear, but nobody really had any stories, um, and then in the sex subreddit, there were just a lot of guys talking about nailing girls in yoga pants and spandex. Mm, I saw that as well. So that kind of seems to be, like, the female side of things, which isn't much. I think it's very interesting, like, the fact that you even brought up baseball pants. (laughs) Because, well, because I remember years ago, when I was dating an ex-boyfriend, he loved sports, and I don't love sports, but I would (laughs) tolerate it, and I would go to baseball games. And we would go and we'd sit at the baseball games and I'd always make jokes about how all I was doing was watching the guys' butts in their tight little pants, which is like, I mean, not that I have a sports gear fetish, but it's like, the, why aren't there more girls that are like, oh, please, like, like, won't you dress up in baseball pants for me? Like, I'm into that. Like, and maybe there are, maybe it's just more undercover than the gay community is I about I was going to say, maybe, like, it's not necessarily socially acceptable for women to, like, um objectify men so like Mm. I don't really hear about a lot of my female friends like asking their partners to dress up in specific clothes so that they can look at their body like that's I just don't really think that but it's gotta be there I'm sure it is somewhere but it like I hear what you're saying I do it's yeah I hear what you're saying yeah it should be out Mm -hmm. there more I guess like yeah but it's it's just curious to me because the other uh, fetishes that we've researched have had both male and female components. Like, yeah. you can dress up as a furry right. for both sexes. You can dress up, you can tickle each other, both sexes. You can, can't remember, the, oh, the Feet. foot fetish. That's, yeah. like, totally, well, and that's interesting, though, because foot fetishes is, like, mostly women taking pictures of their feet, not men, so. Yeah, I wonder if any women have fetishes about male feet. Feet, yeah. Or masculine feet. Mm-hmm. We didn't look into that. We didn't. didn't that would be, like, me. an interesting thing to look up in future episodes, yeah. too, is, like, um, what the gender, like, balance of it is. I agree. Speaking of which, I had a weird moment during Thanksgiving where my aunt decided to go on a rant about, 
there only being two genders. And I was very blindsided because I had no clue that well, I had to have I those like, types of conversations at I Thanksgiving. I wish viewers could see my face. Because, like, I just feel like your family, I don't know your family that well, met them. But I just feel like they're, like, quite liberal. And so somebody to just, like, say that, it's yeah. like, oh. I was, I was very surprised. We were talking about sexuality. Well, I was talking about sexuality being a sliding scale. And I got some wide eyes on that one. And then, because we, okay. we were talking about my I cousin. I know, viewers, <laughs> listeners, I just asked Haley how her Thanksgiving was before we started recording, and she was like, oh, it was nice, we all got on Zoom and loved each other, no drama. It was just such, like, a brief thing. Like, we were talking about one of my cousins who, like, has had boyfriends, and then she had a girlfriend, and now she has a boyfriend again, and I'm pretty sure her boyfriend is trans, but I didn't say that to my family. Um, but we were talking about my cousin who wasn't there. And then my aunt, or they were all like, I thought she was gay. And I was like, well, sexuality is a sliding scale. Wide eyes. And then my aunt's like, well, I'm just here to tell you that there are only two genders. You're female. I'm female. Eli, you're male. Like, she was just naming everybody's genders. And I wish that I had been prepared for that conversation. I wish you had recorded that <laughs> conversation. I wish we could play a snippet of it on the pod. I have so many things to say about it, but it's like when you get blindsided with shit like that from somebody that you don't expect, you're just like, I don't what? That is insane to me. Wait, was this your mom's sister? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I know. And they were raised Catholic, so. No, yeah, no, like, yeah. It was just shocking. It, that's exactly how I feel about that. We digress. We totally digress. <laughs> My family Thanksgiving had no drama. <laughs> none at all. We all wore masks and sat outside and... That's it. Then that's it. We played a board game and I won. Oh, I that's I want nice. the viewers to know. <laughs> the viewers. I love that I call them viewers. The viewers. They're viewing the podcast. <laughs> not listening. They're viewing. Mm. Do you have any wondering. last things you'd like to add before I dive into some news? Um, No. I think that's about it. I do have some stories at the end, but that's for the end. That's for the end. So I'm sorry to say that I tried so hard to find news articles that don't exist about this fetish was like, that's actually surprising. I, I even went into like, I clicked on like a whole bunch of articles like about famous athletes. Like not that, I guess that, that doesn't really make sense for them to have a sports gear fetish because. But they might. Yeah, but there is nothing. There is nothing. I feel like there has to be weird shit that happens in locker rooms. Like, maybe not even professional ones, but, like, just regular old locker rooms. I found nothing. Huh. That's crazy. Viewers, if you find something, you know where to find us. (laughs) Viewers. Viewers. Um, But I did find uh, two articles. One that just talked about where it's popular, which is how we found sports gear in the first place, Mm -hmm. was we, like, looked at a map of the United States and which fetishes were the most popular. So if you live in Kansas, Mississippi, or Wisconsin... I expect you to write us in because you must have a sports gear fetish because that's what the internet told me. Everybody in those states has a sports gear fetish. <laughs> just that it was the most popular. It's, just, it's kind of crazy that it is the most popular one because, like, it doesn't seem very popular in general. Right. No, that's fair. I wonder, I'm, like, thinking about these states. This is, I love making, like, assumptions about things we know nothing about. Oh, yeah. This is, like, that's my favorite. Um, but it's, it's interesting because, like, Wisconsin, Green Bay Packers... So, like, maybe there's a whole bunch of people out there, like, fantasizing about Packers. Mississippi, isn't there, like, a huge college football in Mississippi? Isn't that a thing? I have no idea, but there's also a lot of repression in those states. Ooh, you're right. Well, Wisconsin, well, I guess it depends on Wisconsin where you're at. Madison is quite up and coming. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, no, Kansas City's in Missouri. Never mind, folks. 
You just blew my mind. Thank you. Thank you. I thought Not about I... the Kansas City thing, but just about that you knew those sports teams. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> As I said, three years, same relationship, loved sports. So I watched a lot of sports. <laughs> Hated every second of it. <clears throat> One time I made a buffet for it. I enjoyed the food. A buffet for sports? Yeah. I ate a lot of food and he watched sports. <laughs> just the two of you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know this a lot was of... pre-pandemic. I didn't know a lot of people here. <laughs> and you didn't have any friends. I could have come. Would you have come? <laughs> you don't even like him. <laughs> I don't like any of Aaron's boyfriends. Oh, Hello. Anyway, second article. Um, I found a Vice article about this person, which I've already given you guys, like, half the story. But he, like, looked, he was from the UK, and he was, like, covering for Vice a sports gear party, one of those, like, parties we talked about. Not one of those ones, but, like, a party, one of those, like, monthly parties. I also read it. Oh my gosh, I I died. There's only, like, three articles. I thought it was so funny. Oh, maybe I didn't read it enough. Oh, I I figured you would talk about it. Yeah. But it seemed like the party that he went to seemed like it was just like a club, like a gay club that was featuring sports gear. Yeah. It was in a part of, um, I want to say London, but I could be wrong, that had like fetish bars. Mm -hmm. So it was like in between two fetish bars was like this empty place that they had a sports gear. Oh my God. Yeah. The next time we go to Europe, we need to go to a fetish bar. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Let's pick a fetish and let's just do it to it. <laughs> I thought you were going to be more excited about that. Well, okay. not to, like, partake in it, to observe it. Okay, well, I'm going to tell you a story about this man who okay. tried to observe Please it. do. And it was interesting. He, okay, I, I'm casting shade. I don't think this Vice guy is ever going to listen to this podcast, so I don't care. I sure hope he doesn't. Yeah, because I'm casting mad shade on this man. He was like, I went on recon, and I looked up, like, what sports gear was, and I found this person who explained it's, like, guys wearing tracksuits that are tucked into their shoes. And me, who's already done research on this, I was like, that's not what a sports gear fetish is, so I cannot wait to finish this article. And so he goes, there's pictures of him in his, like, Adidas tracksuit, like, tucked in his sneakers, tucked in his pants to his sneakers, and he, like, goes to this bar, and the people are, or this club, or whatever it was, and people are, like, kind of, like, looking at him, kind of funny is how he describes it, and then he's, like, well, I need a receipt for, um, the vice, so that I can say, like, I don't have, so, like, they could pay for his entry, or whatever, and they were, like, we have to go stand in that line, and in this line is, like, a whole bunch of people who are waiting for, like, wrestling suits, I'm pretty sure it was wrestling Ooh. suits, to, like, get changed into, and he said everybody else in this club was in, like, full-on sports gear, like, helmets, pads, jock straps, the whole deal, so he was utterly unprepared for this in his sweatsuit, and then he's on his way to, oh, no, 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 so then he, I think he gets, he didn't get his receipt, he didn't want to wait in line. And then he goes into the club, and he's with the photographer, and the photographer's trying to take pictures, but people in sports gear don't want their picture taken. Makes sense. Yeah. And so then he's, like, super nervous. He runs out the door, and then he's hoping to get um, his receipt still. And so somebody stuffs something in his hand, and he's like, sweet, um, I have something in my hand, can't wait to look at this. And he opens his hand, and it's, the guy turns to him and is like, it's for your jizz. So he got a jizz rag stuck to, stuffed into his hand. Was it used? No, it was oh, for okay. his. It was for his in the club. And so the end of the article is just like, well, hopefully this is good enough as a receipt because I'm out of here. So this this guy had no clue what he was getting himself Jesus. into. You would yeah. think that a 
reporter for Vice would do some more research would, into like, something like yeah, that. Yeah, so mad shade on this man, because yeah. all it takes is a quick Google to know what you need to wear to this party. It seems like that article was just him talking about what a bad reporter he was. <laughs> it kind of was. I was like, okay, this guy, they, like, I bet he gets in and, like, gets a wrestling suit, and I bet he, like, you know, no. He, he gets like, his fully drag and he's like, I'm done. So. Yikes. Yeah, it was sad. Hmm. I've never really thought about the concept of, like, a sex club in general. But mm-hmm. within the sex club, there's probably a lot of cum all over the floor. Yeah, that's kind of, I think that that was, like, my, like, I don't know if I want to go to one. Yeah, maybe now I don't want to yeah. go. Yeah, maybe, like, a lesbian one. Well, they have juices, too. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, I don't think I want to go, but I will cheer you on the whole time. I'll wait outside with a sign that says I love Haley. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that there's like a sign? Oh, never mind. I'm going to no, start say it sounding like I'm shaming people. No, say it. Like if there's a sex club where you're not allowed to come. Oh my gosh. I was, while in my research, um, it was like, you know, this new now next article was about like the next best thing is sports gear, blah, blah, blah. And then I don't know if, somewhere I found another article that was like, and the next hottest is edging, <laughs> which is like, not coming, mm-hmm. so there's gotta be edging clubs. Hmm. Maybe we should do that fetish next. Edging? Yeah. I'm into it. Okay. Yeah. I have questions. I feel like of all the fetishes, edging is like the one that I'm like, that's curious. Oh. oh, interesting. Fun. <laughs> Maybe your research can be a uh, eye-opening for you. Um. Anyway, <laughs> those are all the articles. There was like not very many news. I'm telling you. Yeah, I didn't really find a whole lot either. And like, I guess I could have looked further in Google, but it just I kept coming up with the same three sites well, over and over again. I kept going further on the pages, but mm-hmm. it's sports gear is a hard thing to Google because the way Google works is it takes your words and puts them, you know, into websites. Yeah, so it's like you need to click like, or I found that it was easier just to click the button that says like it must include all because it just kept coming up with like sports articles. Oh, really? Because sports was in my Google search. And I was yeah. like, this isn't what I want. Did you specify fetish? I did. Sports here fetish is what I Googled. Huh. And then the news button. So weird. Why is this fetish so underground? I wonder if it's not even because it's underground. It's just like, yeah, we're here, we're awake, we're alive. Come and find us in our dock straps. We just think that dudes and pads are hot. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Maybe that's how all fetishes should be. Yeah, but for some reason, society sees some as, like, less okay than others. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Fascinating. Yeah. Well, I do have a couple origin stories, which are always my favorite. Mm-hmm. Even though they're all pretty much along the same lines. It's like something happened to me when I was a teenager, and then... And then I fell in love with this. Yeah. Yeah. But um, this one's pretty interesting. Are you ready? I am. It's kind of long, but here we are. All right. So <clears throat> we also need to talk about, since we're going to have to edit that out, what we want to do next week. Do we want to do edging? Oh, yeah. We just talked okay. about it. Yes. Oh, so we'll, we'll bait them with that at the end. <laughs> Punny. <laughs> okay. So, my origin story. Not my origin story. 
Erin just spit her beer out. I didn't know such thing. <laughs> so, I was at a friend's house, and we were playing on his trampoline, just messing around, doing whatever teenagers did. His brother came out wearing shoulder pads because he got into football. So, all three of us played together for a little bit, and his brother eventually takes the pads off because he got too hot. Well, I find it odd that his brother was just, like, playing with them wearing football pads for, like, enough time to get sweaty. How sure are we that this is a real article and not just another fantasy? It's it's supposed to be, like, people writing about their own, like, awakening. So I guess it could be fake. But it's I mean, not, it it's not like, matter. an article. I it's agree. Just it's like, just interesting. It's, like, a like, personal... That sounds like a movie. But, yeah, that's true. But I feel like a lot of the ones that I find are, like, like, people's memories, so they're probably... A little off. Like, romanticized. Yeah. But, anyway. Um, so he took the pads off because he got too hot. Well, after an hour, his brother went inside but left the pads out. This sparked a conversation between me and my friend, and he asked me if I ever played football before. I answered no. So he told me he was going to teach me how to play the game a little. He told me to put the shoulder pads on. I didn't because I didn't think it was necessary, and I thought it was weird putting on someone else's stuff. A few seconds later and he's making me get on my knees and he lowered them over my head and the rest of them on my shoulders he then strapped me in super tight needless to say an overwhelming surge went through my body and i had the biggest heart on i'd ever had though luckily my junk was facing upward so it wasn't visible which i thought was a weird detail to include (laughs) um he told me to get up and he shoved me wait oh and then he shoved me right on the ground learned how to tackle that day. He also taught me how to throw a football, kind of. Our night of training ends about a month later. Probably a typo. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> That's odd. Um, I'm at his house right before he's about to leave on his trip to Tennessee and his grandpa is getting ready to pick him up. Well, I wasn't supposed to be there because it was just supposed to be him at his house getting ready for the trip. Well, his grandpa got there early, and I had to hide in the closet. See, this all seems like there was, like, a sexual element to, Mm -hmm. like, his friendship that he wasn't talking about in this story. But what do I know? Maybe it was just, like, in his brain. Anyway, after about an hour, my friend and his grandpa leave. So this guy's in the closet for an hour. Jesus (laughs) Christ. (laughs) Which seems, like, for just, like, a friend. Yeah. To have to hide for an hour seems unnecessary. I agree. what do I know? Okay, um, my friend and his grandpa leave, and he texts me to wait about 20 minutes, and then I can leave the house. Well, guess what I did? In those 20 minutes, I went to his brother's room, and I put on his pads, went to the bathroom, took a couple of pictures, and rubbed myself. Took them off and left. Ever since then, even a close sight of a football player immediately gives me an erection. Interesting. I feel like that story is, like, very, like, like it makes logical sense to me yeah like something kind of sexual happened with a friend like when he was wearing this gear and so then like it's just yeah continuing from there yeah um but yeah and then there's a lot of stories too of like like you were saying with guys that are like younger that are gay but they're like not they're confused about it and so then they see the football players and they're attracted to them and that's how and that just happens. goes from there. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's about all I got. There was something else that I wanted. I don't remember what it was, though. So, I think that's all I got. Well, that's all I have, so. Pretty interesting stuff. Yeah? Yeah. Any last thoughts? Well, next week, 
We'll be diving into the deep, deep world of... Edging. Edging. We'll see how Erin feels about it after she gets her research. I cannot wait. (laughs) And up until then... Enjoy sex. However you like. Uh, (laughs) Bye-bye.